At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome aboard. Follow the money here on the Sin, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans, filling in for Paulie today, live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. We'll talk some Major League Baseball with Derek Cardi coming up in about five minutes. Today's card, and we'll run some uh, future bets by him as well. I'm looking at uh, updated series prices at DraftKings right now, Matt. Uh, in the NBA, the Blazers are a dollar twenty-nine against the Nuggets. And they have Denver listed at plus 105. That goes back to when we had JBT on the show an hour ago. He's like, I just, I don't get it, man. They have two of the next three games at home, if necessary. <laughs> right. And so the Blazers are favored there. The Hawks are now higher than $14 to beat the Knicks. Bad time for Julius Randle to pick his uh, worst stretch of basketball for the entire year. Yeah, I hate to see it too because Randall had such a great season for the yep. Knicks, but uh, the playoffs have not been the same story, and the Knicks are. Uh... Going to be headed home. They're going to be headed to Cancun soon. Yep, the way it looks. Uh, Jazz up to $25 against the Grizzlies. Memphis 10-1 to on the take back. And uh, the Clippers now minus 360. Mavericks are plus 270. And that's what I'm talking about, how quickly things can change. They were just out down 0-2. Down 0-2 and going on home. the road to Dallas. And all of a sudden the Clippers are just bigger favorites in the series after taking the lead. But I think another thing that plays into that is uh, if you watch Luka Doncic, He's got a neck issue right now that looks like um, it's pretty painful for him. And he, he was lights out in the first three games of the series. Last night, he didn't look like the same player. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. In the NHL, after last night's, I mean, woodshed takedown, the Avalanche now minus $5 against the Golden Knights. And Vegas mm. plus 360. Seems high. It seems pretty high. Lou Fenercaro of uh, VSIN predicted before the series in a text to me that the Vegas Golden Knights were going to take out the Avalanche. So he, uh, Lou and the, and the Golden Knights have their backs against the wall right now going to game two. But like you just said, things can change quickly. And the Knights will have Marc-Andre Fleury back in goal for game two. Correct. They had a tough spot in game one going on the road after clinching game seven Friday night and played their backup goaltender in game one. So I think last night's blowout could be a little misleading. I think I'm going to be... I'll probably find myself betting the Golden Knights in Game Two. Yeah, I don't. It, it, I don't it, disagree. Based on the number, obviously, mm-hmm. but if it's high enough, I think I can see myself backing the Golden Knights there. The Bruins are up to minus four fifty-five against the Islanders. 
Great job by them in the third period. Hat trick by Postaville. Islanders are plus 330, and then uh, Tampa Bay. I bet Tampa Bay in the series against Carolina for various reasons. I think I bet them at like minus 130, and uh, they're now up to 286. That was a uh, good game yesterday, but if you're Carolina, you can't allow that second goal by Tampa Bay. That was, oh, man, that was a complete killer in front of that Carolina crowd. And by the way, the capacity now for some of these spots across the country, uh, Golden Knights are full capacity. They can get more than 17,000. Boston, close to full capacity, they're calling it. That's about 18,000. Carolina's a little bit north of 16. Tampa Bay is 13,500. The Islanders are 12,000. Colorado is 10,500. And uh, Winnipeg versus Montreal or Toronto, to be determined. So it's follow the money here on VEASAN. We'll talk some Major League Baseball. Derek Carty coming up next. Uh, I, I got to ask about this bet that I made in the National League. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Tampa Bay Rays have won four straight in nine of their last ten games. They're in first place of the American League East Division, 34-30. and 30. One game in front of Boston, four and a half in front of the Yankees. Today, Rich Hill on the hill for Tampa Bay, minus 102 at Yankee Stadium against Jamison Tyone. And the Yankees, minus 108. The Yankees have dropped three straight. The total is nine juice to the under. The Orioles have dropped 13 consecutive games. They're $1.48 dog today at home against the Minnesota Twins. NBA playoff action. Philadelphia playing for the sweep, laying eight on the road at the Washington Wizards. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Make vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Sennett. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's... Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. The third and final leg of the Triple Crown is coming up this weekend on Saturday. And first bet is the perfect place to start your betting action. Sign up today and you're going to get analysis and wagering on every race with AI-assisted picks, secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. And to celebrate Belmont Stakes, first bet is giving $20 in free bets for all new users who sign up today. Through June 5th, using the promo code VEGAS20. Also, everyone who redeems this $20 free bet will receive full access to VSIN subscription products for free. Go to vsin.com slash horses for details. That's vsin.com slash horses and use the promo code VEGAS20. And, uh, Major League Baseball analyst and VSIN contributor Derek Carty joins the program now. We'll talk a little uh of uh, today's card and uh, maybe some future bets as well with Derek. Good morning, Derek. Thanks for the time today. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You got it. I was talking about this bet that I made over the weekend in the National League a little earlier on today's show, and I found 18 to 1 at a book here in Las Vegas and uh, other books, for example, like Circuit had plus 925, I believe, on the Brewers to win the National League. And hear me out on this. It's, you know, the very top of the NL is going to be you know, solid uh, this year as always. But with the top three that they have in their rotation, we saw Woodruff do it again yesterday. Burns is going today. Peralta has been really, really good uh, for the most part this season. Like, once they get Yelich back full-time, I think the offense is going to pick it up a notch. But with those with those three guys going to the very top of that rotation, I think they stack up against anybody in the National League, or do you think I'm wrong? I think you're absolutely right. Uh, my projection system, the bat, has the Brewers projected the rest of the way uh, to have the third best record in the National League behind the Dodgers and the Padres. Now, the biggest thing working against them is that they need to dig themselves out of a hole. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Their pitching is fantastic. Corbin Burns projects as the second best pitcher in baseball after Jacob deGrom at this point. They have three in the top 15. And uh, like you said, Yelich, you know, if he comes back, he's healthy. Keston here is back now, you know, still still scuffling, but like, you have to think he's going to do something eventually. Like this is a team that I think people are, are underrating. So if you can get them at the right odds, you know, I've seen them as low as I think like 
you know, nine or 10 to one. But if you got him at 18 to one, I think, uh, I think those are pretty good odds. All right. How about another team in the uh, same league? What about the Giants? Johnny Cueto goes tonight at home. The Giants just had a, uh, impressive weekend against the Dodgers. Really, um, that Friday night game was uh, fantastic for the Giants in, in terms of uh, getting back on track against the Dodgers this season. But Johnny Cueto goes, can the Giants uh, sustain what they've uh, done here for the first two months over the next few months? And I also want to see what you think of the Atlanta Braves. The Giants have been a pleasant surprise. I think the Braves have been one of the biggest disappointments in baseball to be under five hundred at this point through 50 games, Derek. Yeah, what the Giants have done is is certainly impressive and i think there are pieces to be optimistic about with the giants but overall i'm i'm not buying into what they're doing like they're a half game out of a first place in the nl west and they're just not anywhere near the caliber of the dodgers or the padres mm-hmm. like this is a team that projects to be sub 500 the rest of the way you know mostly due to you know just the general lack of talent kind of a tougher schedule like they're just they're they're smoke and mirrors in my opinion this is not an offense that that projects to be especially great you know the pitching they have a couple bright spots gaussman logan webb um but cueto's getting older he's really nothing special i i'm not buying the giants here i think uh you know there there's going to be better bets out there than betting the giants on on pretty much anything uh you know long term okay and then what do you think about his question about the braves too how they're yeah, I don't think anybody's yeah. buying the Giants right now. It seems no, like they're, really I mean, the they're still twenty to one to win their division. I know. Yeah. Um, even that though, I, I don't know if I take twenty five yeah. to one. Okay. Um, uh, the Braves, though, like you said, you know, they have been a disappointment, you know, to an extent. Like we kind of expected them to be number one or co number one with the Mets. They're you know three and a half or four games out right now. Um, potentially going to lose Marcelo Zuna for for the whole season, which is you know going to be a blow to that offense. Mike Soroka, it sounds like, is probably not going to be coming back this year. Um, so you know, I think they're fine, um, but I don't think there's a team in that division that is really separating itself. If I was going to bet on a team in that division, it would probably be Philly, hoping they eventually get healthy, get Bryce Harper back, get you know, Real Muto just came back. Yep. Um, I think that odds wise, Philly is the one that I would have the most interest in because they all kind of look the same to me. One more question. I want to go back to the National League West here for a second. And I know that you were tweeting about Blake Snell yesterday, but uh, a couple of things with this with this uh, organization and with this team. What's wrong with Snell and uh, how, how they use him? And then what do you think of Jace Tingler yesterday in a blowout game? They're losing 7-1. Musgrove was supposed to go today, and he goes, no, nope, get out there. And Musgrove came in, and he was great. He what, pitched five hitless innings, I believe, for the Padres, and... The Astros never got another run, but just both those things going on this weekend in the same game for that uh, organization. Yeah, the Musgrove decision was like one of the strangest managerial decisions I've seen in a long, long time. It made no sense. Like you're getting blown out, like just take your loss and move on. Why are you going to waste the guy who's probably your best pitcher on a game that doesn't matter? Like roll him out the next day when you have a chance to pick up a win. It made it made zero sense. I just I didn't get it at all. Right. Uh, as far as Snell goes, like I think he's going to be fine. You know, mm-hmm. he's dealing with some control issues right now, but also he's just getting unlucky. He's got a high BABIP. He's got a really high home run for fly ball. You look at his peripherals though. He's striking out 13 guys per nine innings. His xFIP is three and a half. Like he's going to be totally fine. Um, I'm not worried about Snell. It's small sample size, bad luck type stuff. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm fine with Snell. The, the tweet about him was more about the, the decision in the playoffs last year when they pulled him when he was doing so well. Sure. And, uh, okay. I think we lost Derek was there. Perfectly. Oh no. Yeah. It was a perfectly justifiable decision. Okay. And that, and that was going, but you cut up there for a second though. Again, you thought that the decision by Kevin Cash to pull Blake Snell last year in the playoffs was perfectly justifiable. I, I believe is what you said. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Everyone was like upset because he was doing so well, mm-hmm. but people don't realize that if you're doing well up until that point, that's not necessarily predictive that you're going to continue doing that well going forward. Like the third time through the order penalty is a real thing, and we should have expected Snell to, you know, start getting roughed up a little bit after that had he stayed in. 
And uh, a lot of people just, they just, they saw it with their eyes. You know, I, I saw he was, he was cruising, he was doing so well. And uh, they think that that's guaranteed to continue. And that's just not how it works. If you look historically at these things. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Derek Cardi is a major league baseball analyst and a VSIN contributor a little bit on uh, today's card. Um, and it's, uh, you know, a lot of uh, day games today and we get the Rays against the Yankees, and the Rays again playing some great baseball. Yankees coming off of a terrible weekend. Derek swept for the first time in 20 years uh, at Detroit. And right now here at Circa, you can find plus money on Rich Hill. Are you buying like this run that Rich Hill is on over the last month? I think he's, what, 2-2 two and two in his last four starts? With like a one two six ERA, I believe the numbers are. Yeah, I've always been a big Rich Hill fan in general. But it's not like I'm pretending that he's some, you know, fantastic pitcher. He's an above average pitcher, maybe a good one. I think he always has been, at least for the past several years. Um, I, I do think the Yankees, as crazy as it sounds, are uh, are kind of an underrated team, at least in like daily markets um, lately. You know, they they haven't been as good as people expected them to be at the start of the year, and. Uh, I think I think people are, are overreacting here. This is still the Yankees. This is still the best team in the American League. They're an elite offense. Jamison Tyone today is a good pitcher, every bit as good as Hill, if not better. Uh, if I was going to place a bet here today, I'd place it on the Yankees. Okay. Good to know. Interesting. Uh, what about the uh, matchup that we have today? Dodger Stadium. Trevor Bauer has been great. He's got a sub-1 ERA in his home start so far this year. Actually, Flaherty has really good numbers against the Dodgers in his career. And uh, we saw this number go up. I believe uh, Bauer was 165 here at Circa on the overnight, and the Cardinals were plus 150. And the Dodgers are now bigger favorites here this morning. Can you make a case for Flaherty? Is this big of a dog, or do you like the Dodgers? Honestly, I think the line looks super fair here. Okay. I, I think you're probably you're probably losing money either side betting it today. Um, I, I think the market's got this one right. So, you know, n- nothing actionable for me. Okay, did you notice anything on the card that stuck out? Maybe other than the Yankees that you like? Yeah, it looks like we don't have odds for every game yet, but um, the other one that stuck out to me a little bit was the Seattle Mariners. If I was going to bet a game today, I'd take the Mariners' money line. Um, They're a slight underdog here, but this looks like, as of right now, you know, we don't have official lineups or anything yet, but this looks like a complete coin flip to me. So I'd take, you know, a little bit of edge on the Mariners' money line. How high are you on this uh, prospect, Gilbert, that's going again today for the Mariners? He's good. You know, he's not like an elite pitcher yet, but he's well above average. This is this is a good pitcher. So uh, I'm actually a little surprised that just kind of the prospect luster of him doesn't have this line shaded a little bit in the Mariners' direction. But, uh, you know, I think there's some value on it. Yeah, Yeah. you talked about the Padres and the mysterious move by um, uh, Jace Tingler, by the way. I <laughs> thought that was really a bizarre decision. He he managed that game like it was a playoff game. He really did. Yeah, uh, I have no idea why. Chris Paddock, the sheriff, goes today at uh, Wrigley Field. Paddock has been uh, a disappointment here early in the season, too, and I don't see a pitcher, pitcher listed for the Cubs yet today. Uh, do we have right. one yet? We don't have a, an official pitcher I thought listed. it was like uh, either Keegan Thompson or Williams as of last night, but I don't have it. Yeah, nothing listed as of right now. All right, Snell has had uh, little to no success on the road for the Padres. How do you size up Chris Paddock today in the road start against the Cubs? Yeah, Paddock's another guy who I think gets a bad rap. Um, I think people just don't seem to think he's good, but he is. Like, he's a very good pitcher, and it's not even like he's been bad this year. His ERA is 3-6. All his peripherals are in line with that. You know, he's not going to blow you away with, like, ridiculous stuff or velocity. Um, you know, he's not going to strike out a ton of batters, but he has good control, you know, manages home runs, you know, decently, especially this year. Like last year, he got kind of unlucky with them. That has regressed as expected this year. I think Paddock's, you know, probably one of the 30, 30 or 35 best pitchers in baseball. Um, it's going to depend on who the Cubs are throwing on the other side. I don't see a line yet for that game, but I'm a, I'm a Paddock fan in general. It's interesting. Snell has been uh, dominant in terms of strikeouts. He's got 70 Ks over 47 innings. Paddock's only got 36 Ks in 42 innings. Uh, so he's not blowing people away, but Chris Paddock. Uh, how do you measure quality starts, Derek? I'm curious because Paddock has made nine starts, and only two of those qualify as quality starts. I'm not a big fan of quality starts as like an indicator of talent. First, because... 
it's volume dependent and a guy like Paddock is going to have a little bit of a shorter leash than other pitchers. So he's not going to get to that six inning threshold as often as pitchers of his caliber generally do. Um, and it's dependent on, uh, on kind of game to game variance and on, on earned runs, um, runs just in general are not a great way to evaluate a pitcher. I prefer looking at, you know, the underlying stuff, you know, the, the actual like quality of his pitches, the strikeouts, the walks, the home runs, the ground balls, just the, the general underlying stuff um, and the projected quality based on, you know, projection systems like the bat or steamer or anything like that. Um, and Paddock's a good pitcher, you know, quality starts or not. He's, he's a good pitcher. All right. How about Tony LaRusso? Is he a good manager? Uh, he's an old school guy right <laughs> <No>. <laughs> now. It seems like the most analytics uh, cappers are not going to like Tony LaRusso. What are your projections show for the White Sox going forward? Um, the White Sox project to be, you know, the best team in that division, probably not by as much as people would, um, expect not as much as their lead kind of indicates right now. Um, but they're a good offense. You know, they're, they're doing well, I think probably despite Tony La Russa. I mean, you can't know for sure what's going on in the clubhouse. If he is having a positive impact there, that kind of thing is, is certainly, uh, unquantifiable, um, but just based on what we've seen, you know, the way he handled the, the Yerman Mercedes home run, like that, that's what they hired him for was to manage the clubhouse. Well, like we know that he's a horrible tactician. He's going to cost them games with his in-game tactics. Uh, so he really needs to make up for that by being really good in the clubhouse and just, you know, the limited amount that we know publicly, it just doesn't seem like the clubhouse really likes this guy. Um, so I don't know, not, not a Tony La Russa fan. Um, I think the White Sox are fine. I don't think the odds on them are anything fantastic, but I do think they are the best the best team in that division. You can follow Derek on Twitter. He is at Derek Carty. C-A-R-T-Y is the last name. Good to talk to you again today, Derek. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. That'd be well. I liked it. He uh, was a big fan of my Brewers bet. Yeah, and I'm not surprised because I was too. <laughs> I thought that was, you got a really good number on that bet, and uh, whether or not you win it, it's kind of uh, beside the point because you got great value on the number. Well, here's what, and he said it right. And again, I, if you're just tuning in, I, I bet the Brewers yesterday 18 to one to win the National League. I can't believe you found that number yesterday. I can't. I mean, it's every other place is 10, 12 to one, but they need to avoid the wild card game because anything can happen in a wild card game. Like that could be Woodruff or that could be Burns goes out there. He could be either guy could be absolutely brilliant, and your team could get one hit. Still, you, you've got great pitching on your side, and that's why uh, I like your bet. Yeah. It's only, think about this. We are basically 50 games into the season. That's it. Not even at the one-third mark, quite at the one-third mark yet, but Corbin Burns has been, uh, he's been red hot. Even the Brewers have not been winning when he starts. You look at his numbers, he's the second-best pitcher in the league next to Jacob DeGrom yeah. at this point. Second-best pitcher in the NL, yeah. Yep. But it is like, it seems like they've been playing now for more than two months, but it's been exactly it two does. months as of it yesterday. Does, yeah. And then, you you know, you, you try to look ahead, and you have some sort of an idea or grasp of what's going to happen, and then you're like, oh, wait a second, tomorrow's June 1st, and we still have 100-plus games to go yet for all these teams. It's such a long season. We'll run down our place today in pocket, what we're betting coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. Nope. You're up. Here we go. Time for our in-pocket plays. I think we can recap to what we did over the weekend. On Friday, no good. Garrett Cole over nine and a half strikeouts. Very surprising. Cole didn't do much of anything. What did he go? Five innings in that game against I Detroit? So. Yeah. I think he only struck out three. The Cardinals plus 120 against the Diamondbacks. That was winner. a winner. And Clippers minus two on Friday night. That was also a winner. So we went two and one on Friday. And today, right now, here in Las Vegas, anyway, you can get the Rays at plus 105 against the Yankees. I know Derek was saying about the pinstripers today. Yeah, I, I still got to bet the Rays. Doing so, plus 105. Rich Hill on the mound against uh, Jameson Tyon. Like the Rays, man. Having another outstanding season. First place team in that division, 9-1 and one in the past 10 games. The Rays are hot. The Yankees are not. Yankees just got embarrassed over the weekend by the Tigers. Yep. Uh, you know, I look at this matchup with uh, Rich Hill. I'm not really sure why money is showing up on the Yankees this morning, but it is. Uh, we just saw the market move a little about 10 cents in the Yankees' direction, I'm going to say, in the past uh, half hour mm-hmm. or so. Rich Hill's been outstanding. He's uh, he's getting made 10 starts for the Rays. He's got 58 Ks over 52 innings, a whip of 1.02. In fact, the last time he faced the Yankees, they couldn't hit it. Right. And the Yankees have had all sorts of offensive issues, which has been surprising because I think the Yankees' starting pitching has been uh, better than people thought, and their offense has been disappointing. Last time Rich Hill faced the Yankees, 
Just a little over two weeks ago, he went six and two-thirds innings, allowed three hits, no runs, struck out nine. The Rays won that game nine to one. I'm going to play the Rays at a small plus price today, plus yep. 105. Yep. Yep. I can't find a lot on the baseball board to like today, uh, but the Rays will be uh, my bet. In pocket plays, heading into the weekend, pretty good. Clippers minus oh, two, we were both on that. Yep. Giants plus 175 on Friday night. That was a phenomenal game between the Giants and Dodgers on Friday. Uh, Giants cash plus 175. Jason Kokrak 62 to 1 in the golf. Hedged away a little bit on Jordan Spieth. And uh, won the matchup. Morikawa over Berger. Morikawa minus 120. Won that matchup by a stroke. So You had a hell of a weekend. The clown on Twitter who said he was going to fade me forever before the weekend. Sorry, buddy. Why, why would he say that? I don't know. Because I lost the heat the heat pick. Oh, then he's uh, bankrupt this weekend. He said he's going to fade me forever. Okay. Yeah. Good luck with that. But you got to love Twitter, don't you? A lot of fun. Uh, sometimes I like it. Sometimes I hate it. Yeah. But you know what? Twitter is a, uh, a very beneficial, for the most part, very beneficial sounding board for sports bettors to share I'll say quality information. It is. It's also a cesspool of neg- negativity sometimes, but uh, you got to take the bad with the good. The fact that so many people choose to go down the path of negativity so often in their life is just gets complete garbage. It's sewer. It's uh, venom. I can't. I can't stand <laughs> it. It really is. I know. I mean, it's just what a what a way to live your life. And there's a lot of negativity out there in the sports betting Twitter world. <laughs> yes, there is. Yes. I mean, sports betting Twitter is uh, it's not the worst, uh, but like political Twitter takes the cake. That's the <laughs> worst. That's the worst of all time. I mean, wow, is it awful? But sports, from what I understand, I'm not I'm not really into the whole fantasy thing because we can't. Like, daily fantasy is not allowed in Nevada. I play right. fantasy football. I love fantasy football. But I guess, like, the daily fantasy stuff can get, like, really aggressive and vulgar. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, from what I understand. It's so hard to imagine anything would be worse and uh, or more negative than political debate. Yeah, uh, no, no. Because those people go after throats. Yeah. Uh, that goes back to when I was in high school, by the way. I remember that when because it was um, in the 90s, Clinton was president. And when I was 16, 17 years old, I could not have a logical conversation with fellow students or, like, adults about politics. They would fly off the handle. And I'm like, right. well, what, can we just talk for a second without you screaming? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Well, I don't talk politics with people. Uh, neither do I. for decades. Uh, I refuse to do it. So, on that note, you can join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. I do love daily fantasy. I love it. Just we can't play it out here. Um, download the app and use the promo code VEASAN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes every week. Don't wait. Sign up now and uh, new customers get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. That's code VEASAN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Jay Croucher is going to join the program coming up next with points bet. We'll ask him uh, how are they going to decide to make an adjusted series price for the Lakers' sons. Anthony Davis now banged up in the game again yesterday. OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You're going to get real-time bet tracking. You can also uh, get in-game tracking tools all at the website OddsTrader.com. As Director of Trading with PointsBet Sportsbooks uh, joins the program now, Jay Croucher on the program. Jay, it's good to talk to you as always. How are you? Doing well, Mitch. Thanks for having me. Yep, you got it. So... I want to have you take us through the process of uh, posting the adjusted series price in the Lakers-Suns 
best of seven after yesterday, of course, Anthony Davis goes down. It's an unknown at this point, right, Jay, whether or not he's going to be ready to go in game five coming up and then beyond that. So you told me during the break that you recently posted a number. Tell us what that is and how you guys came up with that. We've gone back up with minus 110 uh, each side for Lakers, Suns, and I think that just speaks to all the uncertainty around the series, the fact that Davis might play, might not, he might play in limited capacity. And then the other huge variable is just Chris Paul, what he looks like. I mean, yesterday it wasn't 100%, but he looked 80 85%. And if the Suns get that Paul and Davis is diminished, then Phoenix are the favourites. And what we're really leaning on with this price is that Phoenix have they've opened at four and a half uh, point favourites at home for Game Five, uh, and that really is dictating a lot of the price uh, at the moment for that series. But yeah, this is uh, this is very much a best guess in terms of series price with so much ambiguity. That's a good way to put it. And uh, Chris Paul looked like he was a lot healthier in Game Four. He's knocking down jumpers. It was not. The same Chris Paul had the shoulder injury the previous game where you thought, man, the Suns are down 2-1 in the series. Chris Paul's banged up. Uh, They look hopeless. Uh, Jay, things can turn around quickly in these NBA series. Do you anticipate Lakers money uh, in Game 5, even if AD doesn't play? Because I would got to think at some point the public's going to bail on the Lakers here uh, without Anthony uh, Davis. All series, every game, the weight of money's been on the Lakers mm-hmm. spread, no matter what we make the number. Uh, I think there's just yeah, a lack of faith in that young Suns team and and seeing how bad Paul did look those first three games. But maybe him turning it around a bit last night, uh, maybe that'll shift some money towards Phoenix. But I think the other thing, too, is that LeBron last night probably looked more like himself than he has in a long time, where he's driving to the to the rim in the half court, which he hasn't done that much of. So it'll be all on his shoulders uh, in game Anthony does play is not going to be 100%. Okay. So I think the people still want to ride with LeBron. Anthony Davis got the groin injury, Mitch. What's your take yeah. on this situation? Because I, I would find it nearly impossible to bet the Lakers if he doesn't uh, play. I mean, if you told me right now, first of all, and I'm putting you on the spot it's right now, It's possible if you gave me 10 points, but I would yeah. have to have uh, several points. What would, you, what would you go if, if we – this is totally hypothetical, but if we found out today, for example, that Anthony Davis was not going to play <laughs> in the remainder of the series. What number would you what take? Would you, at that, that, what point would you – I guess what number would you make the Suns then? Right? You'd have to, the series? You'd have, you'd the you'd Suns. Have, yeah, in the series, you'd have to bump them up way beyond 110. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. If Davis is out, then the Suns become clear favorites because then that that four and a half number that the Suns are favored by in game five, then that would be similar to what they're favored by in game seven. And if you're four and a half point favorites in two of the last three games, then you're clear series favorite. Yep. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, What have been the betting patterns, you know, based on where points bet is located, like geographically speaking, some of the books back east, obviously, are you taking Knicks money every single game against the Hawks? Lots of Knicks money. Uh, This has been, uh, in terms of betting interest, this has been the number one series of the first round. By far, Knicks-Hawks. And the story has been uh, the MSG crowd, I think, where, you know, most of the pandemic uh, home court has been worth, you know, one to one and a half points. This MSG crowd is worth three and a half points. uh, And bettors have really gone behind that. The issue is, is the Knicks don't play all seven games in the series at Madison Square Garden. And the other issue is they're starting Taj Gibson, um, Mm. who's 53 years old or thereabouts and their uh their starters uh, just haven't really stacked up and then as well the depth advantage goes to atlanta so most of most of our money's been on the knicks so i've been pretty happy to see the hawks uh take a 3-1 lead bad timing for julius randall to play his worst basketball the yeah. entire season that's really unfortunate because the guy was the most improved player and he had a dynamite year how have you adjusted uh in, as we switch here to baseball how have you adjusted the odds to win the american league east now with uh, the Yankees getting swept by the Tigers over the weekend. Not ideal for the Yankees getting swept by the Tigers and losing five out of six. And so now their uh, ALA odds are plus 120. It's the first time all season they've been above even odds. Now, just that they're four and a half games back of Tampa, three and a half games back of Boston, still a lot of season to go. But we're at the point now where, you know, the standings and those gaps do start to really matter. And then also not just losing the five out of six, but losing Kluber, losing Voigt, losing Hicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, those three are pretty big injuries. Uh, so the Yankees, uh, they might be in a little bit of trouble because that ro- rotation depth in particular is really being tested. 
Yeah, Yankees are going to make a move, too. Uh, keep that in mind. They will make some moves at the trade deadline because uh, their, their pitching's been pretty solid to this point. But like Jay just mentioned, Corey Kluber is going to be missed. Yep. Uh, Jay, final thing for you. How was the overall betting handle on the Champions League and uh, some of the big soccer matches over the weekend and the overall results? Really good, really good healthy activity. Soccer is becoming more and more of a betting sport. You know, it's our fourth highest handle betting sport. It's largely due to the volume of games, but a lot of interest in the Champions League final. I think having two Premier League teams in it, you know, having Christian Pulisic, um, that really helped. Uh, and it was a good result for us with the underdog Chelsea winning and then also uh, the total going under. When the dog and the under both hit uh, in a final, that's usually going to be a good result, and it was for us this weekend. Uh, oh, by the way, one more thing, I guess. Uh, how was Coke Rack winning the Charles Schwab? Matt actually bet him here um, at a book in Las Vegas to win. He had a, what, 62 to 1 on Coke Rack winning yesterday. Tandy, handy bet. Yeah, Coke Rack was a good result for us. Uh, as you might expect, most of the money, if not all of the money, was on Jordan Spieth. People wanted to get behind that narrative. Uh, and so Coke Rack pulling it out on the last day was, was a very good result for us. Jay, it's good to talk to you as always. Thanks so much for popping on today. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Jay Croucher. No, he's right. Jordan Spieth's going to be more popular with the betting public, that's for sure. I mean, that's we've seen Spieth win a tournament, make a big comeback this year. I think people believe in him again. And with Jason Kokrak, you, there's a lot of unknowns. He's, he's just not on that level yet with Spieth with the betting public, where I even question, is Kokrak going to be able to close this out? And uh, he did. Yep. So I was... Good to see the big guy come through yesterday and uh, hit as a long shot. Wes Reynolds v. Sin also cast with uh, Jason Kokrak. So a couple of things from what Jay just said about the NBA. Knicks Hawks, heaviest bet series so far. Surprise. Very a little, popular. A little surprised. But... And then he said he's spot on, right? If we found out right now that Anthony Davis would not be playing, oh. game seven would also be four and a half at least for the Suns, so you'd have to bump it up way from. They posted at 110 each way for those two teams. Suns be, like you said, clear favorites. Yep. Up next, professional better Randy McKay is going to join the program. Has he bet the Canadians yet? Does he expect a similar Game 7 result that we have between Vegas and Minnesota? We'll ask him coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this message is for the winners out there. Don't wait days to get paid. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 in a match bonus. Fastest payouts and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Let's bring in North Dakota's most famous sports better, Randy McKay, up early today. And, uh, Randy, let's talk some hockey. Did you bet the Golden Knights Avalanche last night, game one or the series? And what was your takeaway from the, uh, the bloodbath in Denver last night? 7-1 to one Avalanche. Yeah, I didn't touch that game, and I probably should have got on the over when I saw they put uh, Robin Leonard in that. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Knights were tired coming off their uh, seven-game series against the uh, against the Wild. It was a tough series for the Knights. And then having to go play up in altitude. And and it just, it just turned out to be an ugly situation for the Knights. So I left it alone. I do think there's some hopes, hope for the VGK fans and for VGK out there. I I definitely think uh, game two will be a different story. Of course, Flurry will be in net. I think they'll try to slow down the Avs some. Hopefully, uh, pack it in a little bit. Uh, you can slow down that uh, top line with some more faceoffs. Unfortunately, the Knights aren't real good in the faceoff zone. So, but uh, that's how they're going to have to do it. They can't let the Avs get out and get mortaring like they did last night. That was a crazy pace to begin that game. I mean, it was up and down the rink the entire time, Randy, and I don't know. I mean, the Golden Knights are good, but if there's any team in hockey that if you're going to go, you know, track meet up and down like that, you can't do it with Colorado just because they're too good at doing that. Yeah, you definitely can't beat them in the, in the track meet. I don't think any team in the, in the National Hockey League can beat uh, Colorado when they get going, especially up there, especially when Colorado's at home in that altitude, like I stated before. Um, it's just a recipe for disaster, and Grubauer is actually playing really good this year too. So uh, mm-hmm. it's tough to crack him. So uh, that's another uh, issue the Knights are going to have. All right, Randy, let's take a quick look ahead in the series. Uh, can you find value? Our friend Lou Finicaro likes the Golden Knights' chances in this series. He said that before Game 1. Can you find value now in betting the Golden Knights in the series or in Game 2, you can find a Game 2 price as high as plus 175 out there at DraftKings. That's going to be on June 2nd. Golden Knights at Avalanche. Uh, could you bet Vegas in a Game 2 situation or at the adjusted series price after uh, the lopsided Game 1? Yeah, definitely. And always in all sports, fear creates value. When you see a big mm-hmm. blowout like that, and that happens in football a lot and I'm sure in other sports, when you see a big blowout like that, the overaction is going to be, oh, this team's killing them and this team that. And 
you see a little overreaction. I think that's a 175, definitely an overreaction in the uh, betting line there. And I was surprised to see that this morning. Um, I would probably take that both ways. I would take the game two price a little bigger, and then I would take the series price a little smaller if you like the Knights. Okay, so what about tonight, game seven? And uh, we are on all over Canada, and I can't imagine how tight the Maple Leafs fans are going into tonight's game. I mean, they haven't won a first-round series, I believe, since 2004, uh, and they have you know plenty of history here, like in losing bad game sevens. And uh, they were up three games to one against Montreal. My question to you is, have you... Knowing how you bet, have you bet the Canadians yet? Or are you going to wait to see if you can get a bigger number throughout the day? Or am I completely wrong on this? And do you expect like a Game 7 result that we had out here on Friday night where the Golden Knights beat Minnesota 6-2? Yeah, I left the Golden Knights game, wild game alone. But I've already bet uh, Montreal at a plus 185 price here. I mean, I'm getting the better goalie. Um, Jake Muzzin might be out this game. I'm a guy, a person has to track that. That's why I already locked in this price. Otherwise, I would would wait, and I still might take more later. But if he's out, uh, I can see this price going down. I definitely see this game as a correlated parlay. I mean, if you like uh, if you like the Toronto side, which I don't, then you'd probably look at Toronto on the over. I like Montreal on the under, which you get four to one on. I've also done that. I've done a two team parlay. Four to one with Montreal to the under five and a half, which is a good, uh, which is a good price. Um, you know the defense has been clamping down. I think uh, Matthews has only had one goal. The only guy that's really gotten it going for him is Nylander, and they kind of shut him down after the first three games. And uh, Montreal's defense is pretty strong there with Petrie and Weber, their two main guys. You know, like I said before, this game's a correlated parlay. If you like, uh, mm-hmm. if you like Montreal, definitely take it with the under here, getting that extra four to one on the uh, payout. Okay, and as you said, you already locked in the Canadians at plus one eighty-five. Okay, uh, have you done anything with the Boston game tonight? Game two, they're you know heavy favorites, a dollar ninety against the Islanders, and uh, you know they were great in the third period in game one, and Pasternak had that hot hat trick, and they went away and pulled out you know that five-two victory. So, are you uh, on anything tonight on this game? Uh, I haven't I haven't bet anything yet. Um, I was looking at, uh, I think this is going to be a home series, so I'll probably leave the Islanders alone here. I think Sorokin kind of bounces back. Uh, I see the totals uh, five, which is tricky to bet in hockey. Um, I like the uh, under one and a half first period, minus 140. Okay. Um, that, that almost hit last game. I think Postanak scored right at the end of the first period, which uh, would have been a little bad beat for... Uh, for those that uh, had that, but uh, I think this game is going to come out hard hitting. I think that first period is uh, going to be a one nothing at best. Um, the Islanders, though, I think they'll get back to their game. I mean, they they played a decent game up to the third period. They do miss their captain Anders Lee, which is uh, one of the main reasons. Otherwise, I'd probably be on them this series. I haven't taken anything for the series yet. Um, they got to get their bees going, which is uh, Barzell, Bavillier, Bailey, and uh, Brock Nelson. Um, I definitely think they'll uh, get that going, but I, I see this being a home series, so I'm probably going to wait to bet the Islanders and probably bet them in game three, uh, depending on what, uh, or coming on them in game if I uh, like the first period. Okay, very good. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're talking to professional gambler. Randy McKay, um, how did you approach the Lightning Hurricanes series with Game One last night? Tampa Bay won a good one, two to one. And uh, have you looked at anything with maybe an adjusted series price here, or at Game Two where it looks like Carolina now at some spots up to about a buck fifteen, and the total is five and a half? Uh, I had Tampa Bay uh, yesterday. I was probably fortunate to win that game. Uh, I I thought. Uh, after the hard series Carolina had with Nashville, that they would be the slow team yesterday, and that was uh, totally untrue. They came out with a strong first period, and had I not had Vaskaleski on my side, which is he's one of the top goalies along with Price, um, the game might have got ugly. But uh, unfortunately, I got out of that zero zero, and uh, Tampa Bay got a greasy goal to win at the end. 
Uh, I haven't done anything yet on the series or uh, game two. But I'd, look, I'd be probably looking at Carolina maybe to, to bounce back there. Um, other than that, uh, you know, this game, I, I definitely think these two teams uh, will go seven games here. I don't see this mm. being a, a short series at all. So uh, I definitely uh, think we get our money's worth here and we get some. I think all these games are, all these series are probably be right around six, seven games. Now I'm curious, Randy, uh, just wrap it up. I, a friend of ours tweeted yesterday, Boston Bruins are going to win the Cup. He was really enthusiastic about that. If you had to pick one team right now to win the Cup, who would it be? I would agree with your friend there. I kind of yeah. like the way I think Boston Boston's going to win the Cup as well. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. I definitely think they'll be able to beat either uh, – either Tampa Bay or, or Carolina and probably Tampa Bay, which would be a really good series to watch. I think they're, they're definitely, you know, they were there two, three years ago and, uh, you know, they, they win a lot of face-offs. I like teams that win face-offs and they're very good in the face-offs, which, uh, some of these teams aren't the Islanders are a good face-off team, but the team like the Knights usually aren't a good face-off team. And that's kind of teams I look at in the playoffs, especially if they have, Good goaltending, which uh, Rask is, and and decent defense, which Boston has. All right, Randy, hope to see you back in Vegas soon. You can go to a hockey game. Watch this footage that Mitch Moss recorded on Friday night. Pretty impressive stuff. Well, if we can uh, put it up here on the screen, this is, uh, well, look, I mean, Derek Stevens does not mess around again. I mean, he's the man. And, uh, you know, I, I made a comment on the air last week, like, hey, when they come in studio on Thursday, there's We're going to have to say, right take there. us to the game on Friday night. Derek's game pounding seven. on the glass Yep, behind the goal. Look at that place. It was going nuts. <laughs> and I, I happened to, this is no joke, like it was not edited. Like I hit record as they're coming down the ice a, a half a second before there was a goal scored. Never happened before in right my there. entire life. Right there. Great timing by you, Mitch. We did not yeah, catch the uh, essence of uh, your there we go. There we go. You hit record right when he got the breakaway and scored the goal. Nice job. Derek Stevens pounding the glass. It was a great shot. Yeah, well. You got, put that up on Twitter and got. It's one in a million. Look at that. Honestly, that was a great goal. Nice great goal. Randy great timing good. by you. Timing is everything. Yep. Uh, follow him on Twitter. He is at RR39. Good to talk to you again, sir. Uh, have a good day today. Good luck, and we'll talk to you soon. And you guys have a good Memorial Day, and uh, thanks for all the troops out there. No doubt about it. Back well said, you. Randy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I mean, <clears throat> Derek came on the show on Thursday. You happened to be golfing on Friday. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you would have been there right next ah, to us. Probably should have been at the hockey game. Looked like a great time. Friday night, that was game fun. seven. Thousands Mike of Palm, people. Mike Palm, Amal Shaw. The amount of people in the Toshiba Plaza outside for hours before the game. I'd like to say people were going nuts. That's a tease to Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. Oh, there you go. Yes, well played. Good luck with your bets today. Enjoy Memorial Day. Be safe. Back tomorrow, 7 Eastern. We'll see you. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.